Station. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Good morning and happy Thursday to you. Hope your day is starting off well. Uh, Mine is starting off okay. I had a bit of a a rough night last night, though. Well, no, not really. I had a great night, but it it got a little rough there toward the end. Thanks to everybody that came out last night and uh, saw me at the New Bedford Public Library talking about ghosts with Paranormal 101. We had a great turnout, and uh, everybody, almost everybody, was a great audience. Uh, there was one person who decided he wanted to try to make everything all about himself and tried to ruin things for everybody else. And fine. I can't believe that it's taken me this long in my public speaking career. I mean, I've been going out and presenting paranormal presentations since uh, probably just about 2006, 2007. And this is the first time someone's actually tried to like take things over and make it about themselves. And this person came in and, you know, was basically calling me a fraud and, and saying that everything that I was saying was BS. And he did that whole thing. Well, well, I applaud you because you've been able to make money off of it. Like, let, let me be clear. I don't make money off the paranormal I make money off the skills that I have, such as public speaking, being able to write television programs, being able to research places, being able to write books. It just so happens that the topic that I focus on is the paranormal. But just because I'm like, I'm into the paranormal, I should get money for that. It's it's not how it works. I have actual jobs and gigs and contracts for the other skills that I have. So, failed on that count, sir. But what really bothered me was that he was talking about how the people in the audience were, I had the people in the audience all duped and basically saying everybody that was there was foolish for believing any of it. Which... You can insult me all you want. Don't insult the audience. Don't insult the people who took their evening to come and sit and listen. And who all, by the way, were having a great time. Nobody else complained. Nobody else had an issue. So if you were there, I apologize. And I did, you know, after he got mad at my retort to his claims and got up and walked out of the room. I apologize to everybody else, uh, but, you know, they say, hey, you know, this guy's a jerk. Not your fault. And then he proceeded to tell anybody that would listen what he thought about me. I was just waiting. One, one of the people told me afterwards, like, I was, I was tempted to say to him, like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Because he just was 
wouldn't let it go. Uh, as I was leaving, he was telling the building custodian about how uh, I started off lame and got worse from there. So, excuse me, I had to sneeze. So uh, I'm glad that he uh, came out, and I'm sorry he didn't have a good time, but I just I can't let you insult the other people that are there. Insult me all you want. I told everybody. I was like, I'm used to it. It happens on the radio. But don't insult the people. There were nice people in that crowd. There was a, there was a child in that crowd. Don't insult the folks that come out. Anyway, 508-996-0500. That's the number to call us and reach us. This morning to talk about whatever's on your mind, we can also get your app chat messages via the WBSM app. Uh, thanks you to Poppy in Fairhaven, um, who sent a message about last night's presentation. Um, I got it, and I appreciate the kind words, and it does not happen often. That's the first time that that's ever happened. There was one incident years ago, I think it was the second, first or second presentation that we ever gave, and it was as part of an aha night. And at the question and answer period, there was a person who stood up and said, you know, we're, we're talking about, I don't know, the Bridgewater Triangle and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And this person stands up and you can just tell by the tone what they're trying to do. And he says, so what are your thoughts on soul collecting? Now, I was in the paranormal at that point for maybe a year or two, like as a serious researcher. Matt Moniz had been in the paranormal at that point for 20, 25 years. But now I've got about 20 years in the paranormal under my belt, 18 or so. And I can tell you that at that time, Moniz and even me now, never heard of that. It's just something that he wanted to sound profound and see if he could catch us up. And when we gave our answer, he tried to like argue back and didn't like it. And it's like, you, you, you want to get up here and do this guy? Because I, I know, I know it seems like it's easy and it's fun, but it's, it's a lot of work putting it together and going out and collecting all the information and building the PowerPoint and presenting things to people in a way that you hope is entertaining as, as well as informative, but you know, Sure, make it about you. Anyway, so the story that you heard, you heard Ariel mention this in the news, it comes from New Bedford Light. NewBedfordLight.org has the story this morning. And it's a disturbing one considering what is going on in the world. And the article is titled, Hate Groups Flyers Target New Bedford Neighborhood. Now, if you remember last year, or actually earlier this year, there was a drag queen story time planned at the Fall River Library. And there was a group that came and protested. A group that came outside the library and made people uncomfortable by being out there. And it's that same group that is part of, that's, out there putting these flyers out. NSC 131. And they've been characterized as a neo-Nazi group. And that is a characterization that, if I remember correctly, from when we talked about this 
in relation to Fall River, they characterize themselves as that. They had put themselves up as that on, on Facebook. And the Southern Poverty Law Center, which tracks hate groups, has determined them to be a hate group and a neo-Nazi group. And they've been doing this flyering campaign where they show up and leave flyers on people's doors and porches and cars. They've been doing that since 2018. And as reported in New Bedford Light, they've done this about 200 times in that time. And nearly 70 of those took place in Massachusetts. There was an incident maybe last month. Maybe late August. I forget exactly when. I'd have to go back and look in my my Google Doc notes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask about this later on today. It's just it's early, so I haven't gotten gotten a chance to send the email yet. But in Dartmouth, there was an incident where folks woke up to some anti-Semitic paraphernalia in their yard. And at the time, and we didn't really report it because when I talked to the police, the police looked into it. And the police came back and said, it seems like this was something that was not intended to be distributed, that it was something that might have like just blown out of somebody's car. I think it was two pamphlets that were found and that the families that lived in the homes where these were found were not Jewish, so they didn't think that these folks were being targeted. But NSC 131 isn't targeting Jewish people. With their flyers. They're targeting people that they want to join their cause. The documentation, the the pamphlets that they're putting out there are, this is uh, according to New Bedford Light, the printed message advertised the organization as a, quote, pro-white street-oriented fraternity and solicited white-only male members. And this is a quote from the flyer. If you are a man of European descent in the New England area that wishes to see a better future for your people, contact us. Now they have bags that they put these flyers in and then they put some rocks on them to keep them from blowing away. And on the outside of the bag, which you can see a photo of at newbedfordlight.org, it says, New Englanders, you are being replaced. Organize and resist. And this is the same bogus conspiracy theory that I mentioned in a call with John yesterday when I was talking about Tucker Carlson. This great replacement theory. Which is not true. It's not real. It's just hate speech disguised as some sort of false concern. And now they're in your backyard. We talked about this with the drag queen story time. I said we need to be concerned about the fact that neo-Nazis are showing up at this. There were people that actually called in. You can go back and listen to the Tim Weisberg Show podcast. There were people that actually called in and sided with NSE 131. Because they were so against the idea of drag queen story time. So against the idea of people reading to children just because they are 
maybe born as a male and dressed as a female. They were so against that that they chose to side with neo-Nazis. And I'm just, I'm just going to give you a general rule of thumb for life. No matter what you may think about a situation, and you may have an agreement with neo-Nazis on an issue, but you never want to actually publicly side with the neo-Nazis. You never want to call into the radio station and say, I think those neo-Nazis have a point. I'm paraphrasing, but still. History has shown that being on the side of the Nazis is never the right side. And I said at that time, we should be concerned about the fact that they are coming down and getting involved in something on the South Coast because at the time, the reporting was that they were organizing, you know, like in the Boston area and coming down here, but that some of the, in, some of the residents, some, some of the um, members, some of the people that were organizing this on social media lived in Fall River. And I remember saying that's something to be concerned about because that means that they are down here. And people kind of were dismissive of that, but here we are with now people waking up in the West End yesterday to find or, or you know, going outside their house yesterday to find these these flyers dropped off by a neo-Nazi hate group. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hey, thank you for taking my call, Tim. How you doing? I'm all right. Good morning, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying now, but I'm, I'm also, I mean, when you look at it, and I don't side with no Nazis at all, which is my whole point of calling you right now, because our government, we fund Ukraine. I mean... Uh, come on, Azov Battalion, they're Nazis, they're neo-Nazis. The, 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 the Stefan Bernard, Bernard uh, faction, they got a street. So a country with a Jewish president is is a bunch of Nazis. Yes, and I'm sorry you, 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 you eat that hook, line, and sinker just because he's Jewish. I'm sorry that you believe me, every conspiracy theory that you yeah, hear. You're going you're gonna to tell me, it's not a, it's not a conspiracy. You're going to tell me there's no Azov Battalion over there, Tim? Honestly, you're going to tell, not me, but just tell your listeners so, there's no so Azov the, so, so the war in Ukraine is us supporting Nazis over those great, wonderful Russian people. Oh, I, I, oh, well, I shouldn't. Putting, I shouldn't say even the great Russian, uh, you know, yeah, the, the yeah, great not, dictator that's, that's, of Russia. That's, I, I never even, yeah. But see, you're, 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 I'm not talking about Putin or anything like that. So I have nothing to do with that. We, we, I'm just telling. Well, you no, you you, you you can't do that. You can't erase half no. the argument because it doesn't fit you your argument. Yeah, you can't. Oh, oh, so the Nazis, as long as long as you're supporting Nazis against Putin, that's good. So you're, you're not supporting so Nazis I, against Putin. You're supporting yeah, the country yeah. of Ukraine from being invaded no. and taken over. The A- the Azov Battalion are over there. They fight for new- Ukraine. There are leaderships there. You you you're gonna. Do, I mean, just look what happened in Canada. Oops. Sorry. There's Y'all there's just the there's Nazis, Nazis in the American Army. I, I, there's Nazis in, in NASA. What do you think Operation Paperclip was? I'm well read, Tim. I'm not saying I'm smarter than you or anything like that, but you know, I, I'm and I'm not arguing against you at all, sir. And I respect your show and I I, I joyfully listen to it. I'm just telling you, sir, and you can look it up. Well, I mean, what you're doing rather, is called whataboutism, but yeah, go on. It's, it's not about, it's not about isms. It's, 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 it that, absolutely that's, is. That's reflecting. It's, but that's the contradiction that we're always going to find okay, so ourselves you're, in these so, positions. So, so, so your 
concerned about the U.S. government and, and, and the U.S. dollar going to help uh, Nazis that are involved in this military action in Ukraine. What do you think about Nazis being in New Bedford? Putting That's what I want to talk about. You can call okay, any other Tim, show and talk about national Tim, issues. Tim, I want to know what you talk about locally. I, I'll tell you like this locally. It, 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 is, it all ties in locally, Tim, because it comes to my tax dollars. And no, I don't support them being in New Bedford. I don't support a Nazi ideology at all. And that's why I'm saying that, sir. I tied, I tied the international thing in locally to say that I, I, I strike it down across the board. I don't want to have one foot in on over here and one foot over there. And I just ask you and, uh, and the listeners, um, call me a liar or please do your due diligence. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm speaking facts. I'm not here. I, I don't have a persuasive. I'm not trying to propagate anything at all except my tax money. And I hope our country does good, sir. Thank you for taking my call. All sir. right. You have a great day. You too, sir. 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Again, we're going to be going into the newsroom. On the other side of the news, we can take more of your calls, 508-996-0500. You can also send in app chat messages via the WBSM app and your open line voicemail messages on the WBSM app. Make sure you have the app downloaded if you don't already. We have two more days of codes for you to try to win Trump's money. Starting at 8 a.m., we're going to have 10 codes throughout the day, one every hour between the 8 a.m. and 5 a.m. hours. And I can tell you the codes are really Really funny over the next couple of days. Uh, President Donald Trump, radio air quotes, uh, really outdid himself with uh, some of the things that he kind of just rambles on and goes on about with uh, each one of these codes. So you're going to want to listen in for those starting at 8 a.m. every hour. Enter them to win $100 and then also to enter to win the grand prize of $30,000 by just dropping those codes in on the right page, the right entry po point at WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Right now, though, let's go into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey. The White House is confirming at least 22 Americans were killed and 17 were missing following Hamas's attack on Israel. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby say those numbers could rise and a number of Americans are also being held hostage by the militant group Hamas. Kirby said the administration is doing all it can to try and locate missing Americans. A senior U.S. lawmaker says Egypt warned Israel of a possible strike by Hamas three days before the attack. Republican Michael McCall of Texas is the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee and told reporters Wednesday that the details are classified, but that a warning was given. McCall said the attack may have been planned as long as a year ago. It's not clear when there will be a floor vote to elect a new Speaker of the House. The chamber went on recess yesterday after House Republicans in a closed-door meeting chose Majority Leader Steve Scalise as their party's nominee. The Louisiana Republicans still must win a majority vote from the full House to win the gavel, and it's not clear if he has the votes at this time. 
The Powerball jackpot has finally been won. A winning ticket worth over $1.7 billion, the second biggest lottery prize in U.S. history, was sold in Fraser Park, California. The prize had been growing since July when a ticket that was also sold in California won a jackpot worth just over a billion dollars. Talks between Hollywood Studios and the Actors Union are suspended after negotiations broke down Wednesday. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents the studios, said the two sides were still too far apart. The strike has been going on for three months as actors want a 2% cut of revenue from streaming shows, a number studios say is unrealistic. The man who inspired the film Sound of Freedom is being sued for alleged sexual assault. The hit summer movie was based on the life of Tim Ballard, a former Homeland Security agent who became famous for apprehending child sex traffickers. Now, Ballard is denying allegations from five women that he sexually manipulated, abused and harassed them on overseas trips designed to catch child sex traffickers. In sports, a dozen Patriots players were listed as limited during Wednesday's practice. Wide receiver Taekwon Thornton, offensive lineman Trent Brown, Mike Owenu, and Cole Strange, linebacker Josh Uche, and cornerback Jonathan Jones were among the limited participants. New England is last in the AFC East at 1-4 and and will visit the Las Vegas Raiders Sunday afternoon. The Bruins came from behind to win their season opener against the Blackhawks. Boston topped Chicago 3-1 at TD Garden. Boston is tied atop the Atlantic Division with two points at 1-0 and 0 and will host the Nashville Predators Saturday night. And the Celtics picked up their second win of the preseason against the 76ers after earning a 112-101 victory in Philadelphia. Peyton Pritchard led the Celtics in scoring with 17 points off the bench. Boston is now 2-1 and one and will continue its exhibition schedule when it hosts the New York Knicks Tuesday night at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. With you, everybody, on this Thursday morning, areas of fog will be burning off fairly quickly after sunrise. A mild afternoon is in store with temperatures around 70 overnight tonight. Cool once again. Cooler temperatures and mostly sunny skies for this Friday. Conditions improving considerably for the weekend. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Welcome back. And I know it's Thursday. It can be a Pleasant Valley Thursday, too. Sure. Uh, 508-996-0500. Let's go back to the phones. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. It's Sketty. Good morning, Sketty. How are you? 
I'm good. Oh, I listen to you every morning, even if I'm not calling in. I want you to know that. I appreciate that. So um, I wanted to go to that event last night. And, um, well, <laughs> this is kind of stupid, but I got scared. So You got uh, scared? Just, yeah, well, I'll tell you why. The woman said um, that there was already 60 seats taken and that you have to register. And I said, oh, okay, I didn't know that. And I said 60 seats. And that was like at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, something like that. So then I called the parking garage and they said, yeah, um, you know, you could still get, because I don't know, I haven't been there in a year in that parking garage. So I didn't know if they, you know, charge you now or what, you know, what the routine is. But I remembered last year, the homeless people went in there. They tried to get out of the wind in the cold, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of that kind of weather right now. So I said, oh, man, I don't really want to walk into the parking garage that time of the night. And they knew 60 people would have all the parking on the street surrounding the library. <laughs> So I said I, I, I couldn't go because I, I was afraid if I parked in the parking garage. So I wimped out. Well, I, surprisingly, I got there at about 6.30 and I pulled up right um, right on County Street, right? County Street. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No. County. I, that's further n- up. Yeah, further up. Uh, what's what's the street right next to the library? Purchase Street, um, right? No. No, that's no, further I don't down. No, just Elm Street is all. Not Elm Street, but the one that goes. There's no Williams. And right behind the library there. I don't know why I can't right think Elm of geography. Street. I went to bed at 1230 oh, no, yeah. last night. Right. Elm Street is where the time graduates. So your three, you would be three blocks over from there. Nope, I wasn't there. I was on I was on the west side of the library building. Whatever that street is on the west side of the library. Oh. I parked right there and walked right across the street. Oh. So the, and there was there was still open spots there when I got there at six thirty. So, but that's all right. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be doing more talks and yeah. Where are you going to be next? Uh, let me look at my calendar. Yeah, I know I'm in Westport on a Saturday afternoon coming up. So that that might be a good one for you. Yeah, um, I like Westport. Let's see. Well, I'm in Haverhill on Monday, so that's pretty far. Norwell on Wednesday, that's pretty far. Randolph on Thursday, but next Saturday I'm at the Westport Public Library at two p.m. And then locally, I'll be in North Providence Monday night, the 23rd. And then the next closest one is probably I'm at Bridgewater on the 24th and Plymouth on the 30th. So probably Westport on the 21st might be your best shot because that's yeah. a, that's 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Or maybe Norwell because uh, my girlfriend got out of the hospital. So I'm going to be going back and forth to Plymouth a little bit. And, and so I'm going to be doing all that. I might stay over at my brother's and Norwell isn't that far from Plymouth. Right, yeah. And then I'll be I'll be at the Plymouth Library on the 30th. Oh, you will be. Well, hey, you know what? Um, that's what we're going to do then. Yep, 7 p.m. And I believe, let me double check, I'll be talking about the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, good. You know what? <laughs> that's great because I really want to learn about that. Well, there you go. That sounds like uh, sounds like it was serendipity for you to miss last night so that you can go on the 30th. Yeah, and I've got another thing. Um, well, I was in Marshalls, and I got perfect. I was in Marshalls the day before you went to Marshalls, and then over to the GameStop. I was, <laughs> I did almost the exact same thing as you. I didn't even know there was a Chuck E. Cheese over there. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! But I got a bottle of perfume because your friend, <laughs> I know, he'll probably call in, um, suggested Elizabeth Arden sunflowers, mm-hmm. and they had a little bottle, a small bottle of it, and it is really good. So I mm-hmm. went. Yeah, I got that, and then I got this other one. It was really good. 
So I was just thinking about what you were wearing last night for um, your cologne. <laughs> well, last night I was I was still wearing the Drakkar, but my samples are coming in on Monday, and I can try them all out and then make a decision on on where I want to go. Oh, that is so cool. And um, I want to ask you when you when you're done with the show, how long do you stay at the station? I have something I want to drop off to you. Um, it all depends. Uh, today I'll be here for a little bit. Today's bowling day, so I usually stay here until like five, and then I go over to the bowling alley. But like yesterday, you know, we had a meeting offsite, and then I had to go get a haircut, and uh, had to go help my dad, and then I came back and work. So I'm I'm kind of in and out most days, but I'll I'll be here today for a while. All right. Well, I have a leather coat. I think you will. You, I think you oh, will wow. be able to wear it. I want you to try it on and see if it fits. I will do um, that. And it's got an inside lining. It was only worn once, and um. I just I'm thinking like the height and everything. I'm like I'm thinking this will fit you. I I hope it does because I I would love to see you have it. So good, you'll be there today. So I, I will. Wanna... The the only catch is today we have a group of students coming in for a tour it. from a local school. And let me just look up uh, exactly what time that's going to be so that I can let you know when I won't be available because I'll be helping them with the tour. Right, right. Um, they will be here. Between 10.45 and 11.45. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll probably be in Plymouth by then. Um, so that's all right. Tomorrow, are you there? Uh, tomorrow, I'm leaving very early. I have something going on in the afternoon. But I'll, I mean, I'm, I'll, if, I can probably well, you pop know out. What? Wait a minute. You'll be there till five to, today. So, oh, no, on the way back, I can drop it off. Sure. I'll be around. Okay. So what do I just ring the Bell yep, we have a bell on the front. And if you want to stop by on your way, uh, you know, I don't have to do everything with these kids when they come. I'm just going to talk to them a little bit while they're here. I can probably pull myself away if it's easier for you to stop on the way. Okay. All right. All right. Well, All right. thank you so much. All right, kiddo. Bye. You have a good day. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Ooh. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. How's it going? Good. You said something earlier that really sparked my um, my interest. What's that? Um, with the uh, the neo Nazis, right? Mm -hmm. um, now I don't condone anything that they that they put out. I don't, you know, if I seen a flyer, I pretty much throw it in the garbage. I would, or we will give it to the police, whatever, whatever comes first. But um, it's it's you said that you know it's right in our backyard, right? It's crazy that these people are right in our backyard. And by right on that one, you pretty much along the along the along those lines said that that they're right in our backyard. Yeah, there's these there's yeah. local residents that are part of this group. Right. And um, what's crazy is that now I know you're gonna probably freak out when I say this, but we have migrants that came to this country. Okay. That are right in our backyard. And we have no idea what groups or affiliations that they have with the cartel, with... Uh, I have no idea what, what affiliations you have either. Oh, come on, Tim. <laughs> I don't. Uh, listen. You are making an automatic assumption that these people no. are criminals. Tim, I was a, I'm, a, I'm a red-blooded American, okay? I practically bleed red, white, and blue, Okay. Why would why in God's green earth would I ever have any affiliation with radical groups like that? Well, I'm not. I don't believe that you actually do, but I'm just saying I don't know what you have affiliations right. with and don't have. So, with that being said, okay, people that come into this country, Tim, illegally, already have, uh, 
you know, uh, uh, let's say a, they already have a, a premeditated, uh, that they want to commit a crime. They've no, already they committed don't. a crime coming into this country illegally. No, they don't. That is yes, a, that do. is a horrible statement asylum, to me. Asylum, I, 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 I don't know how many times I'm going to have to explain this to you. Asylum laws in the United well, States. Well, first of all, you're not going to talk that, to me like I'm stupid. No, 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 no. I, that's not what I meant. Uh, asylum laws, okay, in this country mean that you should seek asylum. You shall seek asylum in the nearest country. And if that country's, you know, going through some, some stuff, then you seek asylum in the, in the next country. Tim, these people have traveled through. All right, hold on, hold, hold, hold on a second, Henry Kissinger. Because yes. first of all, if that's, the, if that's what you're basing them being a criminal on, it's first of all, it's a law that you don't even understand. I don't even understand. Congress doesn't even seem to understand. And so you're going to say that they're uh, some sort of criminal mastermind because they chose to do it. And then you're making the assumption that they're also going to commit other crimes just because they wanted to get away from a situation and come to America where they could have a better life. But that means obviously that they must be prone to committing other criminal acts. All I'm saying. That's what you just laid out. That, all I'm saying, okay, is that there's people in this country right now. Two point, actually, 2.8 million people, okay, in this country. Right now, as we speak, before Biden decided to close the borders, 2.8 million people decided to cross the border illegally, okay? And yet, you're not going to tell me that we don't have sleeper cells right now getting ready and, and being organized. Yeah, I'm going to tell okay? you that. Until I see any proof of it, I'm going to tell you that that's I'm not true. You, you can't tell me that. So, all right, well, hey, we'll see in the near future, because I'm telling you right now. Right, I, I guarantee it, you that you're not going to have anything that you have to worry about. Listen, with everything going on with Palestine and is, uh, uh, Israel and everything going on in the Middle East right now, you believe me when I tell you this, okay? There is something that's going to pop off with these sleeper cells. All right. Okay? Uh, I'll, I'll, mark, saying, uh, I'll mark the tape, Dr. Kissinger, so when something does happen, <laughs> we can go back to it and I'll play Who the audio. that guy, Dr. Kissinger? Who is that? I've heard that before. I've, I, he, I haven't been referenced to him before, but I've heard. I've you, heard you don't. Before. He he was the Secretary of State under Richard Nixon. Oh, that's before my time. So he was somebody who, when it comes to you know international diplomacy, he was kind of the. Yeah. He's kind of like the standard bearer in terms of you know that's the name to drop. Oh, so you just insulted me. No. <laughs> Listen, no, he, I, I can't. I hope his name is his name is synonymous with world diplomacy. Whether you agree with him or not, but. I mean, he's kind of known as like the, he's like the penultimate diplomat. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I hope you bring up that um, that topic though of the the drag queen story time and the neo Nazis and stuff. That 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 all that's always a, a hot topic, man. Well, I mean, it's you know? we've we've certainly talked about it quite a bit. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I think it's I I think it's too early though. Don't you think? I'm like the only one up right now. It's me never too early to hear a good story. <laughs> um, Skeddy, uh, if you can hear me, the uh, I'll make this fast, Tim. Um, the the fact that you know she's afraid to go into a parking garage at eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night, sitting in New Bedford, shows that the crime, you know, it's just it's still there. You know what I mean? I know Mayor Mitchell's running on on you know a campaign that's all oh, you know. Uh, lowered crime rates and everything else. It's it's if there's a woman that's scared to go into a parking garage in the middle of the night, or or at nine o'clock at night, 
and you know they shouldn't they shouldn't have to be scared to do that. I also think that anywhere in the world there are women who are scared to go in a parking garage at nine o'clock at night, no matter where oh, they are. Yeah, absolutely, but it shouldn't be like that though. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? There should be heightened security at certain times of the night, especially in parking garages. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and, and I think part of it, too, is that uh, they could do a better job of not only keeping, like, the lights on and keeping, but just having somebody walk through. Yeah. I know I've argued with Mayor Mitchell before about uh, hiring people to, to work and kind of man some of these parking garages. We got into it when the whole thing happened with the parking. But I think you could have, the same way you have people that are going around checking meters, you could have people going around and just scan. And I know they do have some people patrolling them, but you could just up that a little bit more. And with the, when it comes to New Bedford, with the, um, with the lack of housing, I know this is a broad subject. I'm just going to touch on it for. A well, I got about second. thirty seconds, and then I take a break. With the with the um, uh, oh Jesus Christ, you put me on the spot. All right, with the with the lack of housing in New Bedford, I'm kind of curious because you know it came to Fairhaven, right? The, 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 the migrants came to Fairhaven. They touched down. Okay, I'm kind of curious to where they're going to put them in New Bedford when they do come to New Bedford because you know it's well, a matter of time. according to the state's uh, infograph on the website, there's one to fifty families in New Bedford that are part of the shelter system, but that could be homeless families because, again, it's just people that are in the shelter system. So I don't know if that means that, that migrants have come in and it's just nobody's reported on it yet or if they're talking about, you know, families that were already kind of in that sheltered system before all this happened. So, all right. All right, Tim. Hold you there and you have a good day. And uh, callers, hang on. We will get to you, but I got to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, and we are actually going to be having the NFL update coming to preview tonight's Thursday night football game. So I got to take one final quick break before that comes up. Callers, hang on. We will take you to start the next hour, I promise. We'll be right back in just a few moments. On request. 